0: Welcome back everybody to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by BetSports. we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen and joining me as always, mouthing me today, I guess he's practicing in, in case of emergency, Mr. Andy Molitor. Andy is getting really excited for a Friday night, folks. So he's gonna go pick up a truck full of young girls to take out for the night.
1: Yeah, bunch of a uh, bunch of 11 year olds birthday party time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, and also it's good because it's my brother's birthday the same day so it's like a good reminder to call him all everyone's birthday should be the same he has a brother i think i think some some uh, religions do that where everyone's just born on like january 1st and you know what horse racing does that too all the horses have the same birthday a lot easier than trying to remember really that. Yes. Um, All horses yeah, have it.
0: the same birthday.
1: We'll, we'll get into this next time we have a horse guest. He'll explain it better than I do. But yes, it is a birthday party weekend. I have both kids are in the fall, but going to the climbing gym. You know how you, you know me. You saw me that I like to work out. I do like climbing. The climbing gyms are fucking fun. I love the harness. You saw that? Yeah, it's just like the uh, just like the the ropes course, the harness thing. Anything he can put me in a harness and just let me F around on a wall or. Uh, a rope, I'm going to do it. And yes, I do (laughs) um, mouth you sometimes. I do need practice. Anyone who's watched the show when you're not on know how fucking horrible I am at trying to do the intro half the time. I just forget. I have to do it until the music. Did you see Matt on
0: Tuesday nail it while I was like delayed?
1: Yeah, you were, you have been delayed for a while, but that one was exquisitely (laughs) delayed. You just kind of walked off. Um, how tennis go yesterday? Every time I do this when I don't know, it's like, oh, I lost every bet, Andy. Thanks for bringing it up.
0: I think it was like, I would have to actually pull it up and double check. And this is about 50-50 yesterday. Sure. Uh, we didn't get our big underdog in Selecta Mativa this morning. But Potaroska looks like she's going to put it away for us. So I think something like two and two. I think about three, maybe three. I don't know. Right around 500.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the big news today before we get into anything is Roger Federer it's oh man what i had a terrible terrible analogy i might not even say it i don't it's like that you know like a an older maybe like the queen you know everybody knew well she's gonna die like she's a trillion years old and you know everyone knows it's coming and then it's still and it comes and it's still sad to some people i didn't give a shit but the, the federer thing was similar like Everyone knew it was coming. It was going to happen. It was going to happen very soon. He didn't die,
0: folks, by the way. He
1: didn't. You no, know, he did not die. He just he just retired. But it was still like, I was like legit sad this morning that, you know, there's a, a finality to him actually announcing it. I am a Fed fan. I am fully willing to admit he is three out of three on the big three. He is third of three. Uh, Novak is better. Rafa is better. I mean, career success-wise, but he is still my favorite. So I'll – uh. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll miss the guy for sure, and I'll enjoy. I was hoping we get one more account. Wimbledon. Yeah, I really. That was the theory in the tennis chat. We see one more Wimbledon, or or his home tournament. Maybe we see a Swiss right, tournament. Basel. You know, Basel. Him and you know what? Him and Merca go play mixed doubles somewhere. She she used to be a tennis player, and she just starts popping out sets of twins left and right. Yeah, he has two two. Uh, he has four kids, but only two pregnancies. Is that how that went? Is it two sets doubles. of twins? Yeah. Double doubles. Yeah, he does. Double love doubles. Deuce. He does love the doubles, but, uh, and Dan points it out too, Is I was asking right as we were about to start on golf, what was happening? Um, cause I have a little scoreboard app. I built in Google sheets, hadn't updated for a while, even though the update index number had been going up. I thought my scripts were broken. Nope. We are, uh, we got the fog. The Marine layer is rolling in. We're late in fall here. Uh, late in fall, late in summer. And the September Marine layer in. September go. And it's still, it's 1035 where I'm at. It's only 830 in the morning out on the West coast. So the Marine layers rolled in. We have nobody who has gotten uh, past the third hole at this point. So only, what is it? Like 10, 11 men have teed off at this point. Hopefully they get 12, going yeah. sooner than later, but I do have a couple bets for y'all. Um
0: surprised see, they started knowing that was happening. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. I picked, and I picked ones that started later because, you know, I'm like, oh, well, because a lot of them, a lot of the tee times are right around now. Fuck, I give you like 10 plays if you want. Like none of these guys have teed off yet because we've been sitting in a delay for a while. But these ones, just in case you don't catch this live, if you need to, you know, some need some extra time to get some bets in, I have a couple ones, a full tournament bet, a Jason Day fade. Mm, putting's tough here. And Jason Day just, I mean, this is just a straight form fade. He did have a couple nice tournaments over the summer here and there, but I'll never have him ranked where I'm going to put him as a favorite over Chris Kirk. I could actually go back and look why I hate him so much here, but Jason Day's numbers in my, uh, in my estimation, at least are pretty, pretty low as far as form, pretty low as far as what I'm using as, as a, uh, kind of the bellwethers for this week. And just, uh, what, like his approach numbers i mean his approach numbers in this field bottom third as far as uh and it's not a good field so jason day is a full tournament fade i paid minus 119 to it's bet juicy Chris for Kirk. You. yeah they didn't they did the stupid thing where i would have laid a stroke and a half but maybe they had the, f- the thing flipped so you could bet them minus 119 or you bet them plus one and a half like minus 150 for Chris Kirk. I hate that when that happens, I would have laid a stroke and a half. If I could, I bet this yeah, at yeah, bookmaker. So you can still bet this over at bookmaker. I'm assuming for, uh, Jason day, Thomas, Detry, Chris Kirk, same price. Hasn't moved. My action doesn't move the number on this one. And then the other one is, uh, around one bet only. Uh, and I will say to Jason day and those, uh, Jason day and Chris Kirk do not tee off until, Oh gosh. A while. It's gonna be a while. These again, a West Coast tournament. So yeah, the tea times are a little later. Yeah, it's it was scheduled for like five Eastern. So could get pushed back as I don't know as much as an hour or two if this fog doesn't dissipate. The other one is a Russell Knox. And this one was a little juicy. And I have a fair size gap here. So I did delay the half stroke, as I often will. And that just means that if they tie. Uh, I'm a loser. I lose that bet. Russell Knox, one of the best greens and regulations player on tour. He is top five among the field as far as finding the green in regulation. If you don't know what that means, it is putting it on off your tee shot on a par three, putting it on with your second shot on a par four or your third shot or better on a par five. Same thing goes with the par four. If you drive the green in one, that's a green in under regulation, but also counts for greens in regulation. One of the best on tour that is one of the more predictive things as far as stuff that's super easy to find and isn't uh, high level manipulation of data shit. So I usually will look at that as just to see, like, how, how it's more of a form thing. I'll look at a bunch of different times of, uh, you know, how, how they've been doing with their second shots. It's maybe better than approach in some senses. And outside of, you know, maybe opportunities and around the green not a great putter russell knox but the rest of his game seems to fit in well enough here and uh just uh, it's it's not as much of a fate of danny willett but it still is masters champ danny willett and i the have asked the question if you drive the green out of par fours in a fairway and regulation, i don't know about the fairway and regulation like you didn't actually hit the fairway that's an interesting question so russell knox minus a half stroke that is plus money, plus 103. I bet that at Bet Online, which is a lie. I didn't. I bet it at Lovig. <laughs> when I say Bet Online, I just usually mean Lovig because that one's it's all open. the same numbers. Yeah. Bet Online is what I use for. I did hit the. Well, one of the places I hit Will Disley was Bet Online. So I'm a little flush over there. Maybe I will go uh, do some betting over there. Speaking of flush. Hmm. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, you can flush these tournaments down the toilet because they're dumb and I hate them. Although I did bet <laughs> Vinnie's outrights, so I have a Eugenie Bouchard. That's a callback Outright. That's a fun one to win her tournament, and then also the favorite in that tournament, Fruvertova, or however the fuck is. Maybe you can help Fruvertova. Fruvertova, not a long number on her, but uh, those two into the semi, into the quarters, they would meet in the semis. That would be just lovely. Have two futures meeting in a semifinal. Uh, get me a finalist. Uh, I'm pretty happy about that. All my all my bets are dead in uh, Potaro's. I believe both of them. That's a Chennai thing, right? Genie's playing in India. Correct. Correct. All right. So nothing in India from you, but you do have something in Potaro's and in our challenger down in Budapest. It's not in Budapest.
0: Porter Rose, a total, but not an over. I know I'm usually an over guy here. Give me under 21 games. Again, In Anna Bogdan, Beatriz Haddad Mai, BHM, the Brazilian, having an incredible season, really just blowing away players of this type of competition when it comes to Bogdan. But it's kind of a funny week. So instead of lay the game spread with Haddad Mai, I'm happy just to take the under here in case that for some reason um, Bogdan is a player who can redline. She has a really high level of play and – given this is few points and there are actually some bigger tournaments coming up i wonder if adad my drops this first set and maybe you know packs it in a little bit here um just looks like it's going to be a really quick match to me i was hoping to take set unders here actually um but i under nine and a half i'm seeing minus 150 so might wait live see if we can get lucky enough to get to two two. look for a live set under nine and a half there but under 21 games looks great i had this down at 20 myself so a, a big game difference there Really like the 21 and a half. And then I'll go back to the well with Sarah Arani here. Did very well for us. Um, dropped the first set, but came back, won the second, next two sets pretty comfortably as an underdog for us. Um, goes back again here. Even money, just a short underdog to um, Rebecca Massarova. Arani, uh, the better player by numbers here, the better player this week for me here. Um, we basically have these prices flipped. I'm seeing Massa Rova minus 130. That's where I put Arani here. So plus anything, maybe even a minus 105 looks pretty good. Give me the veteran Italian as a, as a dog, if you will, in Bucharest. Remember, we're still playing clay, Andy.
1: So weird. It's goddamn September. What are we doing?
0: <laughs> I like how the, the
1: tennis schedule the tennis, has gotten, baby. Just, It's just gotten so wacky over the past few years, and maybe it's fine. Call me a traditionalist, but uh, honestly, now, This is interesting. US Open used to be clay.
0: Mm. Now you're betting props now?
1: Um, yeah, I wanted to do a prop. <laughs> I don't really have a strong take on the game. I believe this theme is correct on the side. Oh, I'm, not so, I'm not so sure on the total. Um, I don't want to get in the way of, like Drew said it, he bet the under. He's like, maybe you don't want to bet the under in a game with two of the best three quarterbacks in the league. And yeah, I mean, he was right. He hit that on that. I don't. So I found a prop, and I have not bet this because I can't. But I am <laughs> going to reach out to somebody to try to get it. I, I'm, I, I'm not. No gonna time to money. go to Iowa. Yeah, I'm not going to put a lot of money on this. Nor I think will they let you put a lot of money on stuff like this anyway. But it is a front prop. It is over at DraftKings, and it is Juju Smith-Schuster to have more receiving yards than Mike Williams. Mike Williams finds himself as the one in. Uh, in Chargerland, with uh, Keenan Allen out with an injury. And that has not always gone that well. Um, you know, I, I don't like to go back too far, but there was a game or two last year where, where Allen was not playing and Williams was asked to be that guy. He, it was okay. He's going to have an okay day, but he is not the alpha. He's not the number one guy. And if you want to, if you want to lock him down and make him, you know, make the team try to beat you with the tight ends, the running back, who's great, and or the other guys, that would be super, super fine with me, because this is a this is a big price for two guys I have projected pretty similar. Once I look at what I think, what some fantasy guys I trust think, and getting, I feel like this should be a coin flip. And getting plus one forty five in Schuster, so Miss Schuster was a big part of the offense last week. I think we're going to see that again. And honestly, if I'm, if I'm, uh, you know, the charges almost said San Diego, I can't get that out of my brain. If I'm Los Angeles, I'm kind of wearing the LA colors. I got this mm-hmm. beautiful blue on, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to lock down Kelsey, not Smith Schuster. So I think Smith Schuster's good for 70, 80 yards here. Um, I, they have a great run defense. I think you're going to see a lot of passing. Mm -hmm. I I like this quite a bit. So small bet on a prop for tonight. And I feel like I'll place a few more props probably right now when you tell me to, and I've seen these already. I just haven't shopped them around yet.
0: I can dig it, but I guess I'll have a few more props to pile on here. We'll go for the back to back. I mean, I'm sorry that I couldn't come up with as big of a number as Will Disley, but some fun names on here, I think. As usual. G- What's that?
1: G-E, I call him G-E, oh. Gerald
0: Everett. <laughs> I did have to double check the spelling. I couldn't remember if it was two T's or not. But let's start with a tight end. Um, love what Gerald Everett has done, slide into this offense in Los Angeles. Um, although the Chargers haven't had a marquee tight end, really, since Antonio Gates. And even the last couple of years with Antonio Gates wasn't really fantastic. But you know, a guy like Jared Cook last year came in, was a big part of that offense. Herbert really looks for the tight end. Um, It appears that the offense, again, does a great job of attracting attention on the outsides to give these guys space in the middle. Now, you're right. It might be a little bit different here with Keenan Allen, but he's going to be someone that we play a lot this year, probably every game, as long as we continue to see 15, 16 to 1. And uh, poke around. There's even an 18 out there. So Gerald Everett and Josh Palmer. um, Looks like he's going to step up for a lot more action here. Again, as part of Keenan Allen being out, he slides right in there. He's a guy that generally gets a lot of looks in the red zone. Um, now, has played for the other LA team for the last couple of years. This is his first year as a Charger, so we'll wait a few games to see, but just is really built to do well in those tight areas. That's kind of how his game works. He's good at running some of those routes and finding space in small spots um, for Herbert to get him the ball. Then give me the quarterbacks. Both guys are mobile. Herbert, a lot more mobile than I think people give him credit. Um, Generally likes to stand and pass, but we see Mahomes, he gets us one of these just about every single year. So 20 to one or better. There's even some bigger numbers out there. Some 22s, maybe even a 23 if you look hard enough. Justin Herbert, 25. I think this is available most places, and I think this is the best number. There might be 129 out there. I don't know if it still is, but again, both quarterbacks. I love mobile quarterbacks when they get close to the end zone, especially guys necessarily have designed run plays you know when you look at these first drives a lot of times defenses are prepared for what's coming from some of the bigger players the wide receivers the running backs um and as things break down when they do a good job and almost as a double-edged sword opening opportunities for both of these guys um and then another guy a running back in here i know i rarely pay play running backs but isaiah pacheco i believe i said that right dan I'm sure he'll let me know. Um, actually led the Chiefs last week in terms of running backs when he put together targets and rush attempts. Now, a big part of that was the Chiefs getting out to a nice big lead. If you look at the first quarter, um, Edwards Allaire clearly leads the group, starts to give it up in the second, doesn't really play that much in the third and the fourth, but really played a lot in the preseason. And I think all the great work that he did in week one and some of that garbage time is going to give him minutes on the field. Um, Andy Reid, from having watched him for you know about a decade, um, coaching the Eagles. And we've seen here in the chiefs as well, loves to have multiple running backs, not only in the game at the same time, but he continues to rotate guys through. So I think Pacheco here is definitely going to get some more and more looks as the season goes on. And part of me believes this will be the last time we get a chance to bet a number this big. And, um, as long as we continue to see 20 to 1 and he's involved in the offense every week, we'll keep playing it until he gets down to around 15 to 1 with all the rest of the running backs. So a tight end, because we can't play Travis Kelsey at seven to one. I'm sorry. The number is just too low. A wide receiver, two quarterbacks, and a running back.
1: I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> as I will sometimes say, I'm gonna go play all those. Um I'll be doing his faces again
0: tonight. Talk a little more about it with Vegas refund.
1: Patrick said his Monday night was miserable considering he was the only one who didn't bet the first touchdown scores. Patrick, that's a rough existence. I've done that. I did that once last year. I didn't admit it. I, I didn't have the courage to say like I forgot to bet them when you hit one. I'm just the next day I'm like yes, great job. We all did it. Good and I just inside I'm just dying, just dying because I always play them. <laughs> I will go shop them. I will go shop them out right now. Um, you know what the worst part about what I do is after you hit one, I'll usually bet more the next time, game. So I'm gonna try to keep it keep it on the level. I'm just gonna kind of keep a, a steady amount. Easy. Steady amount every week, every game. Uh Not only because it's a long season, but we have four primetime games this week. Get double duty on Monday. Monday, definitely tune in as we will be asking the world of Alex, where he needs to come up with first touchdown scores for two Monday night games. Jesus Christ, this is uh, it's a rough, rough time for the guy. i have to alert um, if, the wife. If you, yeah, tell her you're taking the, probably call into work. Um So. Appreciate you guys. Hit the thumbs up in the YouTube chat. If you listen in podcast form, give it a five-star rating. Do something nice. It's uh, it's fall. I don't know what the correlation between that is, but you should always be nice. Ah, the Hef brings up Noah Gray, another option. I looked at him. Couldn't find props on the guy. I wanted to bet some props on him. Maybe I'll dig around a little more. Um, and then, like I said, thumbs up. Check you tomorrow. Freeform Friday. Have a good night. Hit the thumbs up. Bye.